are here for a reason. This news just in. We are your news now. Right on radio. For continuous coverage, the latest information, separate fact from opinion. Get the truth. Get the news. You're listening to Right on Radio. You. Are That's here right, for you're a listening reason. to Right On Radio, and this is a, I guess I would position it as an emergency broadcast because I just finished taping two shows with Jesse, and all of a sudden, like a miracle from God, I got a phone call from my good friend Cisco Wheeler, who's going to be a regular on this show. We've got a whole bunch of information that's going to be mapped out uh for that she's going to be disclosing and she has been blowing my mind but she just called me and i do not know even what she is going to say but she's going to say it not only to me but to you the wonderful audience cisco welcome back to right on radio well thank you jeff boy what a beautiful day this is the day that the lord has made and we will rejoice in it it's a beautiful day god has made I got so excited. I woke up at 4.30 this morning. I got so excited. I was laying there and just praying, to the, talking to the Lord. And all of a sudden, I remembered something the Lord spoke to me about the blood. I remembered the blood covenants that we had to make as children and to Satan. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Lord took my thoughts from the blood covenants that they were under the blood and what's under the blood needs to stay under the blood. We don't need to re-crucify our Lord. It, it was finished at Calvary the first time. And we come to the Lord with a heart of repentance and a heart of acceptability, accepting the sin against ourselves, and knowing that God is able to forgive us. When we give that sin to the Lord, it is in the blood. It's under the blood. And who are we or who is anyone else to bring up what God has forgiven. And I sat in there thinking about the love of God. But then my mind went to another thought, back to when I was in his presence, when he took me into the heavenlies. And we talked last week about the blood, that life was in the blood. Yes. And the Lord brought back the scripture to me that, God is light, and in him there is no darkness. God is light, and in him there is no darkness. Ponder those words for just a moment. God is light, and in him there is no darkness. So what is in the blood? The light of God. It's the light of God. The light of God is in the blood. And when an individual passes on and rigor mortis sits into the body, the life of God is no longer in that body because the life is gone. Life is in the blood. His light is in the blood. That is what Satan is seeking is the light that he lost in his fall. The light of God. It was taken from him when he fell. From grace, or he lost the light. He lost the light. 
And that's why they that's why they drink the blood, is they're seeking the light of God that was once taken from them. That they're eternal trying to get life force. Light back under their own effort. Exactly. And I thought, you know, Lord, the life is in the blood, and the life as it goes through our the soul is in the heart, or the spirit is in the is in the heart. Oh, Cisco, you cut out there for a second. I hope you're still with us. Can you I'm hear me? You. I'm with you. Okay, yeah, You so you cut out just for a second. Uh, perhaps it's an internet issue, but you were saying that the light is in the blood, and that's why they, they drink the blood, and they're trying to get the light. So what does it mean when we, because we know life is in the blood, uh, but what does it mean when you say light? Is in the, the light blood. of God. That is the light of God. That's the eternal essence of God Himself. That eternal essence, that everlasting presence of Almighty God. It's the light that created all things. That's the creational force behind God Himself. The light of the world. Mm. The light of creation. So they're trying to get back because the light was stolen from them. Uh, when they were cast out of heaven, and so they're obviously they're on, they're trying to get it back. And by the way, part of the reason why they like to use humans is because we have authority being made in Christ's image. They have powers; they're powerful angels, but they don't have the authority that we have. Is that right, Cisco? That's true. Now, back to your statement: their light was not stolen. They gave it away freely. They made a choice to sin against God. Yes. They probably didn't God realize didn't all it. the repercussions, though, at the right, time. Right, right, right. Uh, but life is in the life is in the blood, and so they they they're seeking after what was lost. So you know what? This is amazing. And, and, you know, our last show, it was all about the blood. Uh, there's a couple of things that you and I talked about uh, off air that didn't make it on the air. And since we're uh, dealing with this subject, Cisco, I, I think that uh, we can blow a few minds here because um, we are talking, uh, you know, and a lot right now, Jesse and I have been dealing because there's a very popular video going around about the Jesus strand and we're saying it's apostasy. Uh, you know, Jesus didn't marry Ma Mary Magdalene. We don't have to go through that again. However, what they're trying to do is they're actually trying to create a new DNA, a three-strand DNA. Can you tell me about that? And by the way, don't uh, don't use any buzzwords that start with a V or anything like that, if, if you can, Cisco. Yeah. So can you, can you talk about the three-strand DNA? Well, man, you could you could write a book on it, and I don't know where to start. Okay, so and man has two-strand DNA. We right? have a two-strand DNA, but when man was created, they have a 12-strand DNA. When God created Adam in the garden, he had a 12-strand DNA. And the reason why he had a 12-strand DNA is because he was in perfect harmony with God. They were one. You have to go back to... Um, you have to lay a good prop, a proper foundation to understand that when Adam was created, people don't understand 
what was behind the creation of Adam is that when Adam was created, God came down in his light and fellowshiped with Adam in the garden, walked and talked with him. But not only did God come down to have fellowship, Adam went to his throne room to the mercy seat. And he sat on the mercy seat. Adam traveled the universe with God. They were one. They were in perfect harmony. Now, the next, so if they were in perfect harmony, that's why Jesus had to come because in the fall, there had to be the lamb that was slain, which was Christ Jesus, the Messiah. God himself. God himself, he was slain. He was the lamb that freely gave. The blood had to go back to the mercy seat. And now the, the blood that Christ shed at Calvary comes over the mercy seat. Christ setteth at the right hand of the Father as the blood comes down over the mercy seat for the souls of man because of the fall. They don't understand the depth of so Adam's. the blood actually goes up and travels over the mercy seat. Yes. And then yes. goes before the Father. Yes, because he is the creator of the living soul. And it's the light of God that is in the blood. And it's the life of God that's in the blood. Now, if we take it one step farther, now this is just touching, just barely touching the surface of what, why God created Adam. But what happened in the fall was when Adam sinned, well, let's go back a little bit. When Adam walked and talked with God in the garden of Eden, he was in perfect harmony with God the Father with a 12-strand DNA. And so with its 12-strand DNA, which, which you know, 12, 12 like, is a number that's very uh, important. Uh, he was created in God's image and his likeness. He could do whatever God did. And, and yes, yeah, so he's the firstborn son of God, essentially. Right, right. And, and what, what's, what's important is when you look at when Moses was on the mountain, Moses, you know, when God said, you, you can't, with your human eyes, you can't even look at me. But yet Adam was in fellowship with God. So, it, you know, it wasn't only looking at him, like they're, they're holding hands, you know. Um, that's right. And, they went and, back between heaven and earth. They, wow. It was his son. They had fellowship with him. They were one. There was no sin. They were one in the spirit. And the 12 strands of DNA gave Adam the ability to become the son of God, to be sons. He was a son. But he was also a joint heir. Yes. Because he had the kingship of a son. Oh, he was given now, the earth as his domain. That's right. But what happened in the fall? Here you've got Adam with a 12-strand DNA walking and talking with Almighty God. They were one, in one accord. And in the fall, you're made up of body, soul, and spirit. The spirit... That's the part of you that's created in the image of God. That's the part of you that is like unto God was severed 
from the soul, which is the mind. It was severed from the body, which is the flesh. That's the receptacle, our body that we're given. They were all separated from each other. There was no harmony in body, soul, and spirit. So then you go back to why the lamb had to be slain was for the blood in remembrance that Christ was going to come as the, the lamb of God. Then, then you go to, uh, where was people wonder, let me, I, I don't want to take you away from your thought, but I want to go back to the garden and the fall because at the time of the fall, now Eve is impregnated by uh, not only the serpent, but God also put a baby in her belly at the same mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. now it's to me, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, now that the two seeds, and this has always been a war uh, between those two seeds, uh, between good and evil, mm -hmm. uh, Cain being evil, Abel being good, uh, did they come out with two-strand DNA? Because at that point yes. in time, we don't have the atom abilities. We don't have the atom abilities to tell a, uh, a lamb to lay with the lion, for instance. We can't, uh, you know, command birds to go, you know, pick a couple apples and bring them to me. We've, we lost that authority. And is that how God took away those, let's say, those powers from yeah. Yeah. human beings by, by putting it from 12 strand dna to two strand dna right. yeah exactly uh jeff you're right on target right on right on right on uh, <laughs> god had gave us a two strand dna because of the fall because look what the cult has done to try to recreate what once was within the hierarchy of the angelic beings they're always trying to bring new birth bring it back they're trying to go back to what once was. Can you imagine what we would do as sinners if we had a 12-strand DNA? Oh, my Can you God. imagine what would happen? There would be no creation left. No, it, it would sin. be gone with the it, fallen because nature. Of the, sin, the fallen nature of man. Uh, so, we'll get it back when we return to just our, our spirit, which is yes, actually who we, will. we are. Yes, Yes, um, so, so, but I uh, wanted to go somewhere with this because you had said something that just blew my mind, uh, Cisco. But when uh, when the Nephilim happened, when the uh, the sons of God made it with females, the humans, that's when the Nephilim are created, and right. now the Nephilim DNA is three strand. They were looking. Yes, it's three strand, but. You're you're going back centuries of time. You're going back thousands of years. Yes, so I, 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 I understand that, but I, I bring this up for a purpose because you said something, and I want my audience to know this. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get us there. Um, yes. Now a lot of people a lot of people say that the Nephilim were wiped out in the flood, and they could not have survived because the world was flooded and they weren't on the ark. You know, uh, Adam wasn't instructed to put two Nephilim on the ark. Okay. Yeah. So uh, everyone thinks that the Nephilim got wiped out, but they didn't get wiped out. And this is what I want you to come out and say. Okay. All How right. did the Nephilim 
survive the flood, Cisco Wheeler. Okay. The Nephilim survived the flood because they had a three-strand DNA, and I imagine some of them even had more, depending on their rank within the angelic host. They could have had more than three strands, but that three-strand DNA gave them the ability to travel the universe. They were not grounded just to this earth as we know it. So when the flood came, they went into the higher atmosphere. They went into the other planet and they hibernated there until it was safe. Then they came back and that's how uh, they came. That's how come they once were and they still are and they still are. They that reminds me, of, does that explain it? So it, it, it does, but, but some of them did not survive. Some of them the didn't. Flood. And I want you to tell the, our audience why some of them did not survive the flood. Because once they drank blood, they were grounded to the earth in which we know. If they were not partakers of the blood, they could travel the universe. Because see, people don't understand when the atoms were created, they were created for a purpose. Within each angelic host, there was a gift that God had given them that they were to function in, just like we have the gifts, the nine gifts of the spirit. We have gifts that God gave to each of us in our creation. And just because we're not born again, or we are born again, we're, we are not excused from the talents which God birthed into our hearts at, at the time of conception. That's why the only way I know to explain it is, let's say you've got a child that is a musician. He plays a beautiful guitar. And that boy is a master at it. He's, he's good at what he does. But he doesn't use that guitar to serve the Lord. He takes that guitar and works out of a, a band. Did God excuse him of his talent? Did he lose his talent just because he was not serving God? Did he lose his talent that he was birthed with? No. The angels didn't lose their talent either or the gift that they were given in their creation. They still had the same talents. And people but, don't understand how deep that goes. Exactly. But, but one of the points I wanted to get past is the drinking of the blood is mm -hmm. so offensive to God. It is so offensive that the, the angels paid a huge price and lost their ability to travel outside of mm -hmm. their grounded to, to a prison, essentially, yes. which is the earth for them. Um, and because it is such an offense now, we know inside of the cabal, um, the humans and the demons are have, have a bloodlust. How bad of an offense is that to God, Cisco? It's an abomination unto him. There are many that drink blood, that their minds are turned over to a reprobate mind. They're reprobates. They have no conscience left. They, they are in a place, a state of mind, body, soul, and spirit. They'll do anything. They'll say anything. And there's nothing they will not do to the sacrifice of child or taking the life of a child or an animal. It doesn't matter. They're turned over reprobates. There's something that happens in the mind that 
it separates them from God. And and they God can save those people, God can, but, God but can. they once you do something like that, the odds of someone asking for forgiveness is pretty low. Uh, generally, once you that God has allowed you to be turned over to a reprobate mind, generally there is no turning back because it's a choice you've freely made. Just as Adam made the choice in the garden, they have freely made the choice uh, to continue the lifestyle in which they walk. In. And and so what's what's really interesting about this is they've been rejected by God and Jesse and I have been talking about uh, dark to light a lot. We've been explaining there's a dark side of the cabal. There's the light side of the cabal that the Antichrist is going to come out of. But this is actually uh, to the uh, to the light side of the Luciferian system. And you have to understand that it's both Lucifer. Okay, Lucifer is in charge of it. He's the yin and the yang, the male and the female, the left and the right. It just he, he wants you. He 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 wants to be something that's good to everybody, right? So. But even the, the light side uh, of the cabal detests what the dark side has done. How, do you know about that, Cisco? Well, I do believe there are many that detest it. I believe there are many that if they had a choice, they wouldn't be there. They're trapped. They're trapped. They're trapped. But they, they, they it's like a child that steals a piece of gum the first time they steal it they they have a consciousness the second time the consciousness is a little dimmer or the awareness that they did wrong is a little dimmer and it gets dimmer and dimmer pretty soon they're going to steal a ball pretty soon it's a bicycle and pretty soon it's a car that's the same thing that happens within witchcraft or within sin god gets bigger and sin gets deeper and the deeper the sin gets the mind is separated so far separated from god they can't hear the voice of god they don't there is no conviction there are certain sins there are certain sins and certain rituals and certain types of programming that are done that affect the front lobe of the mind the front lobe over your eyebrows that's the front lobe there are certain frequencies they use. There are certain foods that they want you to eat that damage the front lobe. And when the front lobe is damaged, that is where that part of your brain is where you accept Christ from is the front lobe. And they know that. So okay. they start very, very young, very, very young using frequencies on the front lobe. Well, listen, it's not only frequencies, but you had mentioned food and things like that that calcifies it. They, mm -hmm. They're trying to put a shield between you and God. And what's interesting, uh, Cisco, is is I actually created a course on this. I haven't launched it by yet, and I will in some time. But did you know that that front lobe is scientifically named the God module? I wasn't aware of that. And, and so what the God module is, is it's, it's like your antenna. It's constantly seeking its origins and communicating with God. So when God hears every single thought, it's because it goes through that part of your brain and it's the communication thing. So what God showed me a couple of years ago is how to really make all of my thoughts prayers. 
And so when you're, you know, you're supposed to pray without ceasing, how do you do that? You have to be able to turn your thoughts into prayers. And, you know, uh, God gave me a, a pretty amazing uh, lesson on how to do that. And, you know, uh, one of these days he's, he's, he's let, he's, I released it a couple of years ago uh, in private trainings. I don't know if I can make it public yet, but. Oh, I'd sure like to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I, maybe, I maybe in private, I would, uh, I would like to go over it with you. Cisco. I wasn't aware of it, Jeff. And that's uh that just validates what I knew so many years ago. Yeah. The front lobe has played such a major role in our development and our growth in Christ. And, uh, they want to destroy it. But they want to destroy everything lobe, that's a connection with God. Yeah. Once that front lobe is damaged and the sin, like I said, sin gets deeper. And as it gets deeper, it's almost like the front lobe becomes calcified. It does. You can't feel the presence of the Lord. Uh, it's, it's a not shield. That God's not there. shield up around it. It's not that God's not there. It's just that the sin has prevented you from be able to access access yeah the presence o of the lord obedience to the lord is what unlocks his power in your life mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's there's no doubt about it and mm -hmm. uh i should heed my own words when i say those things a little bit more because <laughs> i'm still a terrible person cisco well you know i was talking to my sister early this morning I said, she was worried about something. And I said, Sissy, I said, you know, we stand in the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And you've accepted Jesus as Lord. Your sin is under the blood. And she said, but what about this in my life? I said, you know, God says he changes us from glory to glory. We don't all change at the same rapid pace, but you're under the blood. And if you should go before me, Promise Mimi you'll meet me at the Eastern Gate. And if I go before you, you'll meet me at the Eastern Gate. And she's, but I'm afraid I won't make it because of da, da, da. And I said, sis, you, under, you underestimate. We stand in his righteousness and his righteousness has made us worthy. We don't stand in ourselves. We're all as filthy rags. You don't think God knew what happened in the garden? She's, what happened in the garden, sis? I says, well, when Adam sinned, body, soul, and spirit were separated from each other. Growing in God is not something done overnight. You're a baby. Then you crawl. Then you walk. And then you stand tall. It's years of God preparing us for the kingdom of God. But I said, the body has to line up with the spirit. And the spirit has to line up with the, with the mind. I said, that's a time. That's a process. People don't understand what happened in the fall. How serious it really was. We're... God's trying to bring us back to the place where God was with Adam in the garden. And we will be there. That's the thousand-year right. reign that's, that's coming right. up. That's right. I'm so excited about that. that. That is the thousand-year reign. You know, Cisco, I've actually, the Lord took me up into show me what that looks like uh, a number of years ago. Very, wow. very vivid uh, I literally was walking down the street with the Lord beside me. And he oh, was that's so exciting. He, he gave me a very specific and personal message, so I won't share oh, the personal message. Oh, that is so message, beautiful. That is so I'll, beautiful. I'll share the vision sometime uh, on air uh, with a little bit more detail. Uh, Cisco, uh, <laughs> this is such an awesome uh, pleasure that you, you phoned and you wanted to, 
really people want you want people to understand that it's not only the the blood uh like it's all about the blood and and actually i should i should just go just step back for a second before i say about the light and the blood again but um what people need to realize about what happened when jesus died on the cross well first of all when jesus came into this world as a person he made a new creation so he's not making adam the second time we are a new creation now because god made the god man so we live in this new creation that is the god man and you know listen i'm still a sinner and and you are too you know, even though you've been forgiven, if you've accepted yeah. Christ into your life, you've forgiven. Uh, it's hard to go a day without a sin. Do you, can you never get a bad thought? Do you never get envious about, you know, someone has a better car or whatever it is in your life? But we still have sin. But what's amazing about what Jesus did on that tree uh, 2,000 years ago is his blood covered all of our sins. And now when the Father looks at us all he sees is jesus the father doesn't see my sin anymore it's covered in jesus blood and jesus blood is the light he's the way it's like it's the most amazing story and people don't understand what significance it is you're absolutely right cisco uh listen cisco do you have a final word before we uh, before we get going here Yes, I do. I was just so excited about what the Lord brought back to my memory today was that, you know, liquid light, our soul, our spirit, that part of us that was created in God is the liquid light. Liquid light. Can you imagine that? And my mind's trying to comprehend liquid light. But I wanted to also say, you know, when we pass on to be with the Lord, the first person you're going to see is Father Abraham. And I know that because the Lord let me see it. And I said, well, Lord, that's Father Abraham. And he says, well, who else did you think it would be? The father of many nations. So you then, you you meet Abraham like mm-hmm. at the gate before you go to Jesus? Yes. And then you go through the river of life. And it's a beautiful river of life. And this river of life. It is turquoise, it is blue, it is green, it's all the colors of the rainbow. And you go down you go down into the river of life and you come up with your spiritual body and Christ God comes and he robes you in your robe of righteousness. And then you are taken by the angels to see Jesus. Wow. What and I wanted to leave that. I wanted to leave that with you because to me it was so beautiful when the Lord showed me. By the way, Abraham is not a little man. He was a big boy. He was a big boy. <laughs> so you have a way of painting a picture. I could literally see that river when you're saying it, and I could see everything you were describing. And you know what? I think going into the weekend, that's just a beautiful picture to to leave in people's minds. So, Cisco, I want to thank you for that phone call, and I want to thank you for watching this uh Special edition. Uh, it would have been great, but Cisco's going to be back on with us next week. Uh, Jesse will be here as well. Uh, literally, Jesse's taping another show right now. I would have invited her back, uh, but we've just finished taping those uh, two shows for today, and then uh, and then Cisco called and I just said, "Hey, let's get this on air. Let's uh, let's not waste the time." Cisco, 
Uh, our audience loves you. I love you. Jesse loves you. You're so important. And I'm so glad you're coming out and giving us these words of encouragement. Uh, thank you. Once again, we've got a whole bunch of stuff to, uh, that's going to bless the audience with your knowledge uh, and your deep rooted knowledge that the Lord has revealed to you. So thank you once again, Cisco. Hey, remember, ladies and gentlemen in the listening audience, uh, please visit our merch store. Our Patreons are there. I think Cisco Wheeler has a Patreon as well. You can support her. Jesse's is in the description box as well. Uh, I have a patron for the Right On Radio Show. Uh, it's there. We have our merch shop. We have our uh, our university right on you. Uh, all the links are down below, uh, and there's some coupon codes if you choose to uh, to go that route. So, in the meantime, remember, love your God, love your neighbor, love your family, and make a difference in your community. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio.